I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely a fucking on your No, he's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician. Facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Welcome to the Wake Up Show. This is my coffee, tea, or hot chocolate. This is part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We are back in here, and the world is going. This is going to be an exciting day. Uh, there are tanks on the street, boots to asses, and there's a lot of stuff going on here. State of the Union address. We'll see if Biden doesn't poop his pants on the stage and all that stuff here. Yes. And that's you. Shout out to our boy. Are you a freshman at the university? 
No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look like a freshman. You look like a freshman up in this bad boy. Shout out to the junior college girls in the building. Welcome. Taking on your online classes. You know, I know you want to transfer to the university. <laughs> Shout out to all the junior college girls with plans to transfer to the university. Oh, anyway, man, shout out to you, brothers, man. Let's get into the show. Today, we're going to talk about are modern women really that different from the past, all right? We hear a lot of these uh, content creators talk about modern women. I, I myself have talked about modern women, and um, we talked about the relationship dynamics. We're going to go through it, as only we do here on the Coach Greg Adams channel. You're going to see charts, uh, moon stars, quasars, statistics, statistics. You're going to see statistics. You're going to see all of these things. I'm going to provide you with the evidence of everything here. And you can find it yourself. I ain't putting no links in the description box and sources all there. I'll name the source. I'll name the link. And that's about it. All right. Y'all ain't going to have me working overtime because y'all lazy. <laughs> There's some people who want to disagree. But it's hard to disagree with my show here. I prove my point. Now, you can be mad and you can be angry. This is why I put up the disclaimer here. This show does not promote hate or harm on any person based on gender, relationship status, or race or class. All right, I'm a little bit of a classist. I'm an elitist, you know, and given the chance, I would be probably marching into your country too. <laughs> but what we do is promote healthy choices over here, specifically for men in their pursuit of relationships, and particularly finances and emotional uh, relationships and all of that stuff. Fitness, that's what, we de- that's what we do over here. We love women. I mean, actually, I do. Um, and ladies, if you do want to open up the, uh, the the opportunity to send feed pictures to the coach, let me know. And make sure you don't send me fake uh, feed pictures. All right. Don't be in there like, all right, I'll send you some feed pictures. Then you just go grab some online. All right. I already seen them. Already seen all the feed pictures online. Don't act like I can name. I can name names and match match faces. All right. I want to see what's up. <laughs> anyway, Joe, this would be a good fun show. See, here's the deal. We have evidence now to support our case, you know, about modern women being completely different than the past. Sometimes we have revisionist history about, well, the women in the past weren't like that. The women in 1993 weren't like that. The women in 1970s weren't like that. The women in the 1950s were not like that. All right. And then you have people come in. Not all women are like that. You have definitely this so-called manosphere. Um uh, basically waffling over the past couple of uh, probably weeks and months. All right, they're waffling on some of their so-called talking points or or what's happening is it's maturing. The manosphere is maturing, right? You had an age of people who have been here talking for two, three, four, some five, seven, eight years. And then you had an influx of new people, new people. All right, and so new people came in because there was a there was an open door policy somewhere around i want to say 2020 yeah mostly around 2020 and 2021 and uh, a lot of people our viewerships went crazy all right uh there was great rise of viewership and as you can see there's a decline in viewership because people have gone back to work or people have gone back to focus on other things or people came in they got a taste and then they went somewhere else right not a lot of the new people came in with an understanding of what this space was, right? And so, you know, people probably could say the same thing about myself, but I had been listening since 2015 and 2016 before I even started recording in 2018. 
So I had a good couple of three years before I even said, I'm going to make videos. But what happened was a lot of people started making money and getting big numbers in their viewership. Um, and then and then new people came in with no understanding. All right. They they thought Kevin Samuels was the God. All right. And I'm not taking anything away from him, but everybody knows that had been here for years and years. He was new. He was new. What he was doing was a very new approach at that time. So if everyone came in and a lot of people came in during that time, well, what happened was they immediately started making videos. OK. <laughs> and so they came in. They were like, oh, this guy's the guy. He made all of this stuff up. And then they were like, I can make a video about this man of fear relationship stuff, too. Well, then it got watered down. Well, then it got completely watered down because people didn't have an understanding of what anything was. And so they were like, I'm going to make a video about relationships, too. I can. It's a my birthday, too. I'm going to make a video, too. And so then it became watered down. The message became strictly watered down. Everybody started targeting in on the hate speech towards women or trying to minimize them in terms of their looks. I mean, let me just say this. I talk about the gorditas. Hey, listen, everybody has a classification on my channel. It's not a negative classification. It's a description. I describe people and my descriptions are accurate. It's not a negative characteristic, but people wanted to go right into where we're going to start rating women and berating them and telling them to submit. Well, that was only a small portion of the message, right? And so as they started making their own videos or consuming other content creators, then they started saying, well, he's not as good as this guy. And they start measuring numbers and it became a number race. Well, you got less subscribers, so you're less uh, you're less worthy. And then it kept, got completely watered down. Then it was about what were your subscriber numbers? You know, it was like, well, you're not good because your subscribers are low and you're a legend because your subscribers are high. Um, and then I, I remember this one day. I remember this one day. I was watching a guy who had to be and I don't know his name. I'm not dissing him. He was already a YouTube content creator and he had big numbers on his other page. And for some reason, I stumbled upon his video. And he was going on about, well, I'm going to show these red pill guys. Uh, I'm going to teach them how to get women. It was kind of like he was going to cross over from regular content creator on YouTube, which maybe his pages was stagnated. I don't know. Never heard of him. But when I looked at his regular page, he had like 300, 400, 500,000 subscribers. So I was like, okay, you've been here. And then he was sitting in the car. And then he said, I'm going to show these red pill guys how to solve their problems by getting women. And I was like. And so this was during the rise of everybody, even my numbers were going up crazy in 20 between 2020 and 2021. My numbers went peaked out. of Everybody's did. Everybody's did. So um, when I saw that guy <laughs> say that. And he was a Tyrone. He was a max Tyrone. Whatever, whatever Tyrone would be, he was Tyrone to the max. I've never seen him since that video. It wasn't a PUA. It was a guy who basically he was doing no red pill content. And then basically as the numbers were rising, he was like, I'm going to do some red pill content. And I was like, and then basically he was like, I'm going to show you guys how to get girls or make relationships work. And I was like, <laughs> no, it's not Derek Jackson. No, he, it was a guy. He was doing regular YouTube content. He was doing nothing related to relationships. And then as the numbers were rising, he said, I'm going to switch. 
to just relationships, red pill type stuff. And I was like, <laughs> this dude was like chiseled in stone. He had six pack abs, muscles. He was he was muscle. He had a hairline. He had chocolatey skin. He was handsome. I was like, <laughs> I was like, bruh, this ain't going to, you're not going to do well over here. You're not going to do well. You have to be somewhat flawed to be a red pill content creator. <laughs> oh my goodness. You, you have to be somewhat flawed to be a red pill content creator. You guys are naming people. You're not going to name them because he wasn't that big of a, he, he wasn't Mike Rashid. No, it wasn't Myron. The dude was actually, you know what I'm saying? He would be the version of uh, Mr. Perfect, all right? Anyway, you guys are naming people. It ain't, it ain't none of these guys. So anyway, I have to pause on that. So I'm sitting there like, there's not, there's no way in hell. There's no way in hell uh, that is going to be it. So anyway, uh, but the, the whole point of it is you take a guy like that, and then he just jumps in, listen to a couple of red pill videos and says, OK, these guys just don't know how to get women. That's their problem. And then they water down the whole damn thing. They water it whole. They water it all the way down. And you have to be somewhat flawed to be a content creator in this space. There has to be a flaw and it has to be it has to stick out. The flaw has to stick out. You can't be over here, Mr. Perfect. OK, um, no, it's not any of these. It's not any of these guys you're talking about. It's not any of these guys. He said he's talking about CGA. Those guys that that were doing that was already doing uh, red pill. This guy was doing zero red pill and then he flipped. All right. So see me, my flaw is everybody's going to say either um, I'm old, I'm bald or I'm short. All right. Old ball, short, old ball, short. So one of those things are going to come up if somebody wants to uh, put me down. Right. Anybody want to put me down? It's either one going to be one of those guys. Take any other red pill content creator. Uh, even take Kevin. What is his flaw? I mean, he's slim or might somebody says might be he, he's effeminate. It's an immediate flaw jumps out. Right. So whatever your thing is on red pill, your audience has to identify. We're like, OK, he's relatable. At least at least that guy's relatable. If you come in, Mr. Perfect, and then come in a red pill, it's not going to work. And so a lot of people have been trying to do that. And what's happening is people either are like that or they don't have all the information and they make videos and then they completely took that. They took it. They took it left. And now it's watered down. Now you have a watered down version of it. So, so much so that if you listen to even the most moderate person in this space, they sound like an extremist. It's that watered down now. The moderate sound like an extremist. All right. When before it was nothing but extremist and maybe some moder moderate and there was nobody on the weak side. There was no red pill light. But now you have red pill light, you know, a red pill light where people are just like, yeah, man, these women. And then you find out they're married. And then, yeah, man, we're going to expose these 304s. And then they got a long term relationship. We're going to expose these men and women doing this. And then they married a single mom. You know what I mean? You're You're just like. Before, it was almost difficult to have a guy come in here and initiate what you would call red pill. I mean, start off initiating red pill videos and he be married. That would be a, I mean, that was extreme rare. And I'm not saying you can't be, 
But a lot of guys really are purple pilled. They're really just doing this maybe for views. And 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 listen, people have done it. People have done it. And so as a result, it has gotten watered down. And even the some, even the old heads that have been here for a long time, uh, you've seen them transition as well. You've seen them get into a relationship where they got married after a while of being PUA. So they kind of outgrew the space and they said, all right, it's my time. I'm done with the message. I've learned what I learned. I passed on the details. Now I'm going to marry. So you know what I mean? It happens all the time, but people don't really um, understand how the space works. And I believe, in my opinion, I think people got in during the rise and the peak. They saw the views. They saw the potential AdSense. Uh, they got in at a time that that they didn't realize that there were people already doing the message that had already been squashed. So you never heard of them. They were already squashed. So everybody came in and were like, okay, these are the top guys, CGA, Kevin, um, uh, you know, you name them. <laughs> I was going to name some people, but forget it. And they were like, these are the top guys, but we, we weren't the top guys. There were guys that were, there were guys that we watched way before us. And those guys didn't have the benefit of passing through the YouTube algorithm and getting boosted and, and getting their Most of these guys had channel uh, channels squashed for eight years. You know what I mean? And so what happens is people are like, oh, I'm going to just come in and do this and get free AdSense and free views and get boosted and all. It's crazy. It's crazy. They got their bag and ran. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> yeah. People like Tommy Sotomayor have been here for eight years. 50, 70 channels. Every time he started a channel, he'd get taken down. And so people didn't realize that Tommy was, Tommy had put in a whole bunch of groundwork. So now they're seeing what's happening with Tommy now. And they're like, who is this guy? See, that's another example, right? Anyway, hey, let's get into the show. That was just my, that was just my off the cuff <laughs> breakdown of what's happened over the, the years. And I know I lost some super chats. So that's going to be a problem, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, I lost some Super Chats. So whoever was Super Chatting at the beginning, they're gone. There were three or four Super Chats right at the beginning, and they're gone. All right, so uh, apologies for that. And all I have is Synopsis Jones at the Free Agent for Life. I'm 43, living free, and I got money. I got money. <laughs> yes, sir. Genetic Freak is in the house. Thank you for the coffee. Uh, one thing I would say is if you do super chat before the stream actually starts, there's a high likelihood that it will get erased once the stream starts, just so you know, unless I see it up front. And sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't. All right, Genetic Freak, thank you, sir. I was like, Emilio is in the house. He says, it's Taco Gordita Tuesday. Give me a tune, coach. He says, I can see Clearly now the fog is gone. Oh, yeah, the stretch mark song. He says, get that post-nut clarity. Hey, man, I had a couple of gorditas for you, man, at the Irvine Spectrum. I could not believe what I was seeing, bro. In my nasty boy days, I would have went in. Somebody said they did not get a notification. Well, <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to SETI boy Nike. He says, check out my TikTok. Same name. I, uh, I clip your funny moments. Oh, okay. All right. Shout out to you. For some reason, I'm not signed into my TikTok here. TikTok. I have to sign in. I do that so I don't look at it. I have to sign in. I post and I sign out. 
All right. All right. Because I, I, I can't deal with social media right now. I'm kind of on a social media break other than YouTube. All right. Um, so even on Instagram, I don't even if y'all been trying to message me on Instagram, I just basically sign in, post my thing and get the hell out of there. All right. I'm not trying to hang out. Dante, the lost boy, dropping in early just to give you props, coach. I seen an article saying Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet have reconciled because it was too ghetto out here laughing my A off. Coach Dramas did it again. What did I tell you? Yep. I said they went out there in them streets. In these streets. And then they got out of there. Uh, they were like, nah, let's just go ahead and be back together. Let's go be back together. They you went gotta back. get my bag and run. <laughs> I always tell married women. I know married women watch my show and you're a little discontent with your husband's performance in the bedroom. You're getting all kind of attention from other men. This happened to a friend of mine with his wife. They were very young when they got married, considering today's age uh, when people get married. I think they got married like they were college sweethearts. He played college basketball. She played college volleyball. They got married like right out of college. So uh, what happened with them was they got married and then they had two, three, maybe four kids. I can't remember. They were like, they were on it. They were the example of marriage for a lot of us young people. We were like, damn, if he can do it, I can do it. Well, what ended up happening was she wanted to test them streets. In these streets. She would go play in these volleyball leagues and uh, the guys would be hitting on her, right? This is kind of before social media was taken off. And so the guys in the volleyball league was putting something in her ear. Shout out to Steve, the Dean Williams. It was putting a little something in their ear and she was eating it up. She was eating it up and she thought she had options out here. And what happened was she disconnected from her husband. She ended up separating for her husband, getting her own apartment, getting her back blown out, getting ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. And then she came crawling back, weak in the knees. I get so weak in the knees, I can hardly speak. Yep. She came back weak in the knees. She was like, damn, these dudes just plowing through me. <laughs> she came back. She was like, take me back. Take me back, honey. Now, just think this thing. You got you got to take your wife back after she didn't been plowed through because she literally he, she literally was listening to the guys in the streets. Oh, man. Oh, baby. Oh, I would do this. I would do that. And sure, they might have been bigger, stronger, faster. But she realized she got plowed. All right. And she was like, whoa. All right, shout out to Nadaso says, evidence will show nothing new under the sun. All right, shout out to you. And he says, even one of my grandmas was a 304 back of the day. She was 304, and so I heard. You guys don't know, man. A lot of this stuff been undercover. A lot of these creeping things have been happening. A lot of your uncles and aunts aren't your real biological uncle and aunts. Some of them have been that redheaded stepchild. Some of them have been adopted. Some of those kids came out of nowhere. Your grandfather was a rolling stone. Papa was a rolling stone. Okay. Um, it just wasn't talked about. It was kept hush-hush. When the family got together, they start whispering in the corner. What are they whispering about? Or some fight breakout. And somebody yells something. Somebody coming in drunk. That's why your daddy. And you're like, wait a minute. Yo, daddy. Wait, hold on for a second. Don't y'all have the same daddy? No, we ain't got the same daddy. What? Uncle, who's your daddy? Auntie, who's your daddy? Yes, indeed. 
Uh, Channel 1800 says, shout out to Coach Gang and the Wrenches. Hammerhand, got your back always out there. Shout out to Hammerhand, another example of guy. He's been here forever. All right, females, female nature is fixed, it seems, according to my philosophy, only to the environment dictated, I'm sorry, the environment dictates their behavior. It's fixed by God. All right, shout out to you because there's truth in that. I'm going to kind of hit on that just for a little bit and talk about where it changed. We'll talk about that. Jay Mees is in the building. He said, just landed in LAX. Going to watch the Mavericks embarrass the Lakers. My cousin asked if I brought a woman with me. I replied, heck no. Why pay for an ungrateful free female? I'm a free agent for life. And Jay Mees don't have any problem picking up some of them bunnies out in Dallas. As he's a Mavericks fan. I was like, did I just out him? So, yeah, man. Why bring girls to Los Angeles? <laughs> right? Come on. I would, I mean, why bring girls to L.A.? I mean, L.A. is full of women. Just get your money out. I got money. And do not rent one of them American Nissan sedans at the rental car company. You ain't getting no peace leave out here. None. Zero peace leave. Out here in California, you got to have a ride. You got to have a whip. All right, if you want any run at any woman, yo, you got to have a whip. All right, like it, it's it's just the bare minimum. All right, but uh, it, this is a place where uh, you got to leave with you got to leave with your wallet. All right, so let's get into this first point. I want to get into this first point right here. We'll take the thing right here. Are modern women slash relationships actually different? Are they different from the past? Well, first thing we're gonna do is examine something that we have to we have to we can't deny these undisputable uh, undisputed truths. Okay, so there's a couple of truths that we always hit on that uh, are undeniable from the past to the present. All right, so if we're looking past the present, because we do have revisionist history and all that stuff, we can see that something's happening here. There's a trend that I identified in my book, De-Evolution, that everything's either trending upward or downward. All right, anytime you look at any statistic, Related to relationships, there's either a downward trend or a severe upward trend. Like it's everything's going off the rails in terms of uh, anything related to relationships. So if if modern women are different, I'm sorry, if modern women are the same, then certainly relationships have changed. Okay. Okay. So here you got the birth rate. We talked about that. Why the birth rate is declining, people are identifying here. The U.S. birth rate has fallen precipitously since the 2007 Great Recessions with no signs of reversing. Okay, they are basically going all in, balls in on doom and gloom on the decline of the birth rate. Then the decline cannot be explained by demographic, economics, or policy change. It is reflective of lower, lower childbirthing uh, sorry, childbearing rates across successive cohorts, meaning it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Polynesian, or Asian. If your name is Fife Dog from the Zulu Nation, it don't matter. Black, brown, Puerto Rican, or Haitian, it don't matter what race you are, what class you are, nothing. Nothing matters, and there's no sign of reversing. There's no trend ahead that they can see this reversing. Now, this is dismal. And not only is it dismal in the United States, this is worldwide. 
This is worldwide. So, yes, relationships and relationships have certainly, certainly changed. All right, we're going to use this. They're talking about in the hill here. Is this the end of marriage in America? They're talking about the marriage rate declining fast. We talk about generations. The millennials get married um, somewhere around 26%, I believe was the percentage. It might have, yes, 26% of millennials are married compared to above 50% of baby boomers, all right? And so millennials have reached marital age. They certainly have reached the age of marriage. The youngest millennial right now is 27-ish. So they've reached marital age and they've chosen to not get married. And there's either, and let me, let me go back here because people are going to say, well, it's because, let me show you here. It says here, the decline cannot be explained by demographics, economic, or policy change. So while you want to make a reason for it not changing, for the most part, people aren't doing it, all right? You can't point to one specific reason other than people just don't find it uh, an option for them anymore, all right? It's not an option for one reason or another. You can't just point to one reason. Like, I would sure like to point to feminism and women have changed and men have stayed the same and advances in the workforce and focusing on their career. So I could focus on my career. But either if it's by design or whatever, you want to blame the 19th Amendment, you want to blame women going to, going to work, uh, women that, that change. You want to blame all those things. All of those things could be true at the same time. And in the African-American community, the marital rate has dropped so significantly that marriage is not even an option uh, community-wise. It's not even an option. As you look right here, in the 1960s, 61% of blacks were married, but by 2008, only 32%. The likelihood of marriages in there is going to be very rare. And even those that get married, they tend to be the most divorced. All right. And so you have this forecast, this bleak forecast that we talk about here. African-American wealth will fall to zero by 2053. So whatever you're seeing here, these trends are undeniable. These facts are undeniable. And we talk about them so much that I tend to have to remind you before I go on to these uh, going to these uh, speeches about what's going on because people want to say, well, what are you talking about? This is not true. Oh, I have all the evidence and all that smoke. What about single parentage? Now, you would say since marriage is going down, birth rates are going down, single parentage must be going down too, right? Nope. Oh, single parentage is increasing. Nope. Or yes, it is. <clears throat> so how do you have people that can't get into marriages, they can't have children within the marriage, but for some reason, single mother rates are increasing. Wow. As you can see here, it says here, in, the, in 2020, nearly 19 million children accounted for 25% of all children in the U.S. Uh, were living in single-parent households. That percentage is nearly three times the level of the 1960s. So even in the 1960s to now, relationship-wise, Caring even before marrying is a um is is a uh is, is an option. So women are having children somehow with somebody. We can fornicate or they can go to a sperm bank, they can find sperm donors, but they can't find men. It says the share of American families 
with children living with a single parent has tripled since the 1965. The large majority of those single parent families, approximately 75%, are headed by a mother only. So that's continuing to go up, and it seems that it's going up all across the world, even in Canada and Mexico. It's going up. The populous countries of China and India have even have even lower percentages of children in Singapore. Okay, so, it, well, it's saying right here, oh, it's more in, Ch- in Canada and Mexico, less in China and uh, India. All right, it says right there. All right, another undeniable fact. How about this undeniable fact here? Just 18% of American households are families with married parents. Just 18%. Of, of American households are families with married parents, meaning, meaning, just so you guys know, if you ever wanted to know, you wanted to marry a woman and have kids with her and stay together, let's, let's stay together, times are good or bad, happy or sad, by the way, somebody says, what about Russia, they are having a very bad Single parent household rate. Out of wedlock birth is high in Russia. Okay, so if you wanted to marry a woman and raise the kids in the household, look at the percent, look at what rep, look at what populace you represent of American households. Okay, look at what populace you represent. I believe I'm saying that right, of American households, meaning every other household in America is not married with children. There's something else, okay? There's single parents, single mothers, single fathers, step-parents, co-parents, okay? Co-parents or gay, rainbow, skittle, poly, okay? Everything else, single, ready to mingle, sad and alone, gonna die alone, whatever it is. So you want to be the demographic of people who have children, um, get married and have children. You represent, you're in a damn minority at this point. You're in a minority. So that's your numbers. These are undeniable truths. So let me pop those down because I do talk about those a lot. But I look, I look at this. I look at this and let you guys know. This is what's, this is what's ahead. And these numbers are trending downward or they're trending upward like they're not trending upward in a positive the numbers of that are trending upward are the ones you don't want to single mother rate that seems to be going up but then marital rate birth rate all of these other rates the the divorce rate is everything's trending in the opposite direction so this is the undeniable truth that you cannot deny these things i know you want to i want i know you want to say i'm going to be the exception to to the rule i know you're going to say not me I know you might say, well, just because that that's that way doesn't mean I'm not going to try, right? And I and I I I say whatever on that one. You might want to try it even even though, you know, cuz some people might say, um, you know, you start a business, there's an 80% chance the business will go down. People will use that as a comparison, which it's not a good comparison because when you look at it, the conditions that you're putting the faith all in this one person did not say Right. <laughs> With a business, it's not like that. There's a other couple other things that you have. You don't have you, you don't have a variable like a female. All right. You have other va- variables 
many things that you mismanage it. All right. And a whole bunch of other things, uh, you know, bad location. It just didn't work out. The recession hit. Prices went up. You couldn't afford it. You know, there's a whole bunch of things that happen with businesses that don't happen with marriages. Marriage is the person just comes in and pulls the plug. I'm not happy. Just one day out of the blue. I mean, that doesn't happen with your business. So here's you, here you have it. I know we want to say things are the same or you want to say women have been the same over time. But has it been the same impact on relationships? And I'm going to say the relationship dynamic has definitely changed. All right, that's the undeniable truth. Before we get into the show, hit the like button before I start singing in here. I got some good songs too. I've been practicing my songs. I'm going to do some super chats. Let's get to over 800 likes. And then we're going to talk about the pivotal time that changed. We're going to review that. And then we're going to get to our answer. We're going to get to our answer. And I'm going to show you, have modern women really been the ones that changed? As we're blaming them, modern women this and modern women that. Have they are they different than the women before, or what had what really has changed? We're going to talk about that. So if I don't get eight hundred likes, I'm gonna start singing in here, and it's gonna get ugly. You better cover your dog's ears when I start singing. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. Uh, three and three says after Discord's new disinformation policy, your Discord will be yeeted. Already been through it. All right. I don't even know what's what happened to my Discord. Sizzo, what's the link? <laughs> All right. I don't even, I haven't even been over there. What's going on? Um, be real mahogany. Wild horses are meant to roam free, recreational use only. Throw the damn towel. Pain is not pleasure. All right. Shout out to you on that one. Uh, I think men have been freed. I want you to be free. I mean, the whole thing about my thing is freedom. Peace, quiet, and freedom. Men were meant to be free. Men were meant to be free. Although most of our civilization and periods of history have been, um, have reeked of slavery. You know what I mean? And we always had slave populations. Even today, we have slavery. We have slave populations. We have a population of slaves that is significant. So uh, don't think any time, don't think it's different than the past. All right, we just have the same things. We just have people that believe they have the illusion of freedom. But some people volunteer for servitude. Some people volunteer for servitude. All right, and so in that case, um, you know, nothing has changed. Shout out to Ricky Webster. I love my coach and my coach game. French toast props do. Yes, indeed. Simon Small is in the building. Thank for being here. Again, Raul says, Coach Kane Veles, uh, wait, Valis, wait, Velesquez, Velesquez got arrested for attempted deletion in San Jose. We ain't stepping foot over there. All right. What happened? To, I don't even know who that is. That name sounds familiar. Velasquez. That name sounds familiar. Maybe I went to school with him. <laughs> who is Kane Velasquez? Yeah, he's a he's a MMA guy. What did he do? He's up in Morgan Hill getting arrested. Who did he attempt to delete? His girlfriend? I knew that name sound for me. You know me and names. I can't put names together. Who did he try to delete? Oh, man. Oh, he tried to delete somebody. That's no bueno. No bueno, Kane. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. Mr. Alfred says, thank you for everything. Love you. Pause. He got shot. Oh, no. 
He beat Brock Lesnar. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember for a minute he came in WWE, didn't he? He shot himself. Oh, damn. Didn't he come in the WWE for a minute? I think he came in the WWE for a minute, too. I remember him. Yes. All right. Shout out to Speaking My Mind. Happy Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras, coach. Mardi Gras is here. All right. Shout out to you on that one. Uh, yeah, it's it Fat Tuesday. Shout out to Mardi Gras. Everybody's going to go nuts in Nolens. All right. Axum Zion. Thank you for your super chat, sir. The actual King Smith almost done with my MBA. Got two more statistics class left. I'll be done next week. GIB, GI Bill paid for it. Congratulations to you, man. Shout out to you. You're going to be ready to go. You're a smart brother, too. Shout out to the actual King Smith. Go check out his channel. I got to get over to the Cash app and see what's going on over there. Thank you, brothers. Uh, shout out to Eric M. on the, uh, what is it? Uh, on the PayPal, he says, I've been choking on my spit laughing at yesterday's Ric Flair classic show. He says, pick them green, not ripe and or overripe, maybe rotten. He says, also never going through divorce, classic babysitter in the spank bank. Yes, I had a whole bunch of stuff over there going on yesterday. I told too many truths about marriage. Married men were hiding. The married men were listening to their streams with their wives, and they were like, coach, Ixnay on the sperm bank A. Pause. Mm. Shout out to Michael Reed on the Cash app. He says, uh, it's 3 a.m. My wife asked, who are you talking to? <laughs> Here we go, 3 a.m. There it is. That's another example right there. All right. We're almost close. 101 likes, man. ACDC says, afternoon, coach. You called it with the long back theory. You can Google search study shows poor men prefer big chesticles and rich men small guys i'm on this I, I mean name something that i haven't hit on that is like name something that i hit on that was completely false like like completely false from the beginning show me something because i tell you the truth over here i know it's painful let me go ahead and put up my just viewer discretion as advice i'm gonna show you right here show me something because everybody's like you know why you guys like them anorexic broads and long backs and all this stuff? It is true. Here's a study right here. Studies show rich men love smaller breasts and poor men prefer bigger breasts. I've been saying that, but I like them big and small. I don't really care per se, but I like them on the smaller side rather than the bigger side. Bigger, listen, and you're going to have me going off ACDC. You're good. This is your super chat. You got me going off. All right. Somebody says, coach is the predictor, not the solutioner. Yes, for sure. I Listen, I just tell you what it is and what it ain't going to be. That's what I do here. People are like, well, what, what do we do now? No, I just tell you how it is. Hey, check this out. What eventually is going to happen is this. When you're young and poor, and, and this is not necessarily poor, but poor has to do with it because you're, you're normally young. You're fascinated by big breasts. Like you're fascinated by them, especially when the clothes are on. When the clothes are on, big breasts are like boing, boing, boing. You see a girl, her cleavage is out. Them tatties jangling like this, jaggling and wiggling and jiggling like a bowl of jello. And you're like, holy moly, wow. Okay. And it takes a little bit experience to realize that big titties ain't all that, <laughs> right? Because 
once you take them clothes off, you're going to be disappointed. Once the woman advances past a certain age, you know the disappointment is coming up. All right. So if I'm messing with women in my age group and she has some big tatties, I know that them tatties ain't going to be no good once I take them clothes off. Once I unsnap the four hooks behind her back, you know them big-ass hooks? You turn around, you turn her back around, or you go to reach back like you in high school. You're like, let me go on and hook them two hooks. <laughs> you know, in high school where you got the little two figures like this, and you'd be like, Bink! you take them two hooks, and you got that little, you can do like that. Well, when they big titties, you can't do that. You can't do that. You got to reach back with both hands around her like this here. You got to reach around her like this. One, two, three, four, bust. You got to unlock that mug. Turn your ass around. What the hell going on here? One, two, three, four. Every unhook you, every hook you unhook, the titties go lower, 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 lower. Bink, 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 bink. The titties were sitting up here jiggling. Every unhook. Then you turn her ass around that areola looking like. That areola area is weathered. A baby done sucked out of it. Stretch marks at all at the end of the titty. I mean, you just looking at it like. And not only that. (laughs) Not only that. There's going to be a belly with them toddies. Okay, so there's going to be a belly with that area right there. So the bigger they are, and especially the older they are, there's going to be a belly associated with that. And the belly is going to, you're not going to see the belly until the clothes come off. Because all you see is her big rack rusted up here. You don't see them. But then when them that bra comes out, them titties resting against that belly like, He said, you see the poor, you see everything. And then I listen, there's only so many times you can be disappointed. <laughs> you just like, oh my God, this is not what I was expecting. I thought they were going to be up here sitting up there and I could just use them as a punch bag. <laughs> You're just like, Lord have mercy. These things have been through it. These things have been through it. <laughs> So at some particular point, you got to go, all right, see, at my point, I don't get fascinated by it. I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. Give me them. Look, look. And then I got a little bit more money in my pocket. I just need them about softball size. If they're smaller than that, fine. Raisins, prunes. I don't care what you got. A mouthful. Enough enough for this. Whatever it is. The racers got to be like, the nipples got to be like a racer. Forget all the rest of the stuff. (laughs) I'm just telling you, and I've been telling you this for a long time. And since black men are economically not in good shape, they tend to go for what? They always going to go for somebody that's bigger. Hey, listen, bigger ain't better. And rich men know that bigger ain't better. Now they're going to have some girls with some big toddies on the side, like a side chick. But if you notice, rich man, even when their their wives will be bird chested and they'll get breast implants and they just big enough, they not just gargantuan size. <laughs> who who thinks I'm lying, bro? 
this is the truth, undisputed truth. And it also represents health. You know what I mean? It represents health and all that stuff. Not to say it's smaller people are healthy, but they're going to go. Remember, and I told you, I told you this yesterday. I said, young men, get them before they're thick. And then you can thicken them up and you control the thickness. If you get them already thick, then it's out of two donuts and it's gone. <laughs> two donuts and then it's no longer thick anymore. A, a person can only stay thick for so long. Uh, thick has a time frame. Thick has a small window like this here. They thick for like uh, less than six months and then they either go under thick or over thick. There's no such thing as slim thick. <laughs> Yeah, man. Somebody says, I got to disagree. You're not disagreeing with me. You disagreeing with research. You're not. I'm, I don't feel offended. I was right. Yes. Yet again. Yet again, I was right. I think the whole thing about size and thickness and all that stuff coincides. The It has a direct correlation with your wallet. I got money. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't mean that it's 100% true. Just like marriage and divorce. People stay married all the time. But there's a direct correlation between marriage and divorce. Like there's a high risk associated with it. Doesn't mean everybody's going to get divorced. It just means that you're more likely to get divorced if you get married. Same thing about money. Your money goes up. The, li the, the likelihood that you'll bring big women around you goes down. <laughs> your, 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 your wallet stays broke. The likelihood you'll be dealing with a bigger woman. That's all. That, that's all I'm saying. So it is what it is. Thank you, ACDC, for letting me go off here. How many more do I, did I get really behind? All right. And it, oh, and, and it goes to social pressure, too. Social pressure is also a, a thing. If you're around dudes at the yacht club, you're not bringing a pog around. You're not bringing a thick woman around. You're not going to do it. You're just not going to do it for them purposes. But you might have one on the side. You might have one on the side, a thick girl that you really like. I have a thick girl, and she's going to be the girl on the side in an apartment that you support. And your wife is going to be flat-backed. <laughs> your wife is going to be petite. Or you're going to hear about it. Shout out to Eric on the PayPal. He says second Twitch in the day. Last one here. He says second Twitch in the day. Uh, it's not loading up. Sorry. He says... My dad used to say I was breastfed and never got over it. Also, in the South, the old people talk uh, talked about hugging and chalking. He says, you hug her, make a chalk mark at the fingertips, then move around hugging and chalking. So you hug all of her. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, anyway. Oh, man. Anyway. Let's get into this, man. Start up to let me see here. Uh, last one, Aliba Kalima. Any thoughts on women that stayed back and are fighting in Ukraine versus some men that took tail? I think there are more men statistically, though. Who's who's saying that? You listening to that on the news? The news is telling you that Captain Marvel stuff. I guarantee you that's not true. I mean, I'm sure there are some women staying back, but uh, stop listening to the media. Ukraine is about to get taken over. I don't care what they're telling you. They're pushing back. They're fighting. The citizens are. It's a wrap. Okay, I'm telling you, Ukraine has no chance. They're going to roll in, steamroll they ass. Sure, some people are going to die, but I'm sorry. The media is spinning, bro. <laughs> the media is spinning. 
and they're trying to keep you hooked, maybe Ukraine don't have a chance. They don't have a chance, bro. They, it's over. They're going to get taken over. And nobody's going to help, all right? I don't care how many women suit up and be Captain Marvel. It ain't going to work, all right? Maybe they're trying to say women are staying and fighting, and then they're going to say, well, these damn Russian people killed all women. All right, whatever. Mm. I mean, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> they don't believe that at all. It don't matter, bro. It, they're they're going to get taken over. I mean, they're already taken over now, but it is what it is. I can't talk about that because I don't know yet. I'm only talking about something that I'm, this is the topic today. I can't just switch off to something else. Maybe we could talk about it later. All right, so let's talk about this. The turning point, the pivotal turning point of relationships. As we know, the question is, do we just have more evidence that relationships or modern women are different than they were in the past? We know feminism, all of that stuff. Women are different. In the past, than in the past, yes. So what has changed? Well, let's go and review this again, the turning point. What was the turning point? Here's the uh, statistics. I want you to take a look at this. Take a look at this. These are the iPhone sales through the years. Sales, not the cell phone. Remember they used to call them cell phones? Now they call them smartphones. These are the iPhone sales through the years iPhone came out in 2007. Here it is right here. 1.3 million phones sold. And then once you get here in 2010, almost 40 million iPhones sold. That's the iPhone 3. And the iPhone 3S, 72 million. So there were some advances made. Most likely people start giving up their flip phones, their Blackberries, and all of these other phones that they thought they're they're Motorola, their Nokia, all right? And they started hearing about these smartphones. Now, the 3S came out, and it went better because a lot of apps started do, making their apps iOS-related. So there were some apps that you couldn't get on your BlackBerry or your flip phone anymore, your Motorola or your Nokia. And now, all of a sudden, they're saying, hey, in order to experience this app, you must have an iOS device. So now, 72 million. And then iPhone 4, 125 million. So in one, in the two-year period, 40 million, iPhone 4 goes up to 125 million. So the iPhone 4 in 2012 was pivotal to relationships. It gave people access. What also happened in 2012? Uh-oh. Oddly enough, as the iPhone 4 is being sold off the roof, Tinder originated and founded in 2012. Now, were there dating apps in 2012? Yes. And before 2012? Yes. There was the Botrys sites. There was Craigslist. There was plenty of whales or plenty of fish. There was Match.com. But Tinder made dating selection efficient. The efficiency of Tinder could not be rivaled by anything Match or POF could offer you. Sure, we was getting peace leave before that, but Tinder was very efficient. Yeah, Black Planet. Before, you would have to go on there and search through endless amounts of profiles. I mean, it was basically like you would have to pick the classification of person that you wanted, and then 
You'd have to go through and filter through them. Well, Tinder made it different. Tinder made it so you can swipe left, swipe right. They just put somebody up, and in seconds, you can swipe left, swipe right. All right, so Tinder was very pivotal because the of the, the uh, efficiency of mate selection. And not only that, it put a lot more people in front of people, men and women, that they can go through. And this also, because of the smartphone coincided, the smartphone right there, there's your statistics. The smartphone gave more women and men more access to partners, potentially, all at the same time, all at the same time. And it made it more efficient. What else made things more efficient? Instagram. As you can see here, here's the numbers of Instagram. And look at from 2012, and 2012 is not numbered here. Instagram came out in 2010, but prior to 2013, it was more of just a photo filter app. I don't know if you guys were around during those days. Uh, the Instagram was just a photo filter app. You basically had it like Snapchat had the little reindeer, and people would get the app just so they could put the reindeer nose on themselves. That's what Instagram was. You could take a photo and put a filter on it. So people would get the Instagram app just to put the filter on their photo. It wasn't Instagram like you know it today. Until 2013, the number of users went from 150 million, 2014 to 300 million. It doubled in a year. And it probably was, I don't even know what it was in 2012. It probably was way lower than that. And then 2015, 400. And then by 2016, you see the numbers, how they're going up. And these are in the millions of users. All right. And so look at how much exposure Instagram is getting now. So Instagram now is much more of a dating app. And of course, coinciding with the iPhone, look at the escalation of purchases of iPhones around the same time. So what's happening here? People are getting more access to partners. iPhones escalating. Sales of iPhones escalating. Tinder's found it. More partners in front of you. By the time 2014, 2015 came around, Tinder was a FS. All right, there's no lead for sugar baby apps because you can just get it for free. Also, at the same time, escalating is social media usage, right? Instagram. Also, Snapchat. Uh-oh, 2011. 2011, same time, Snapchat's founded. And everybody knows what Snapchat was used for. It's used for something different now. But Snapchat was used for what? to send naked images that can be deleted. Instead of having to text them, you can send the image and have them de deleted um, in a five to 10 seconds. All right, so it was basically to just send naked images. So anyway, Gen Z uses it more of a text messages like a phone. They also send naked images as well, but they're a little bit more savvy with it. Okay, so Snapchat was founded. So these were the pivotal times in which Undisputed relationships in that time period have changed. Okay, so let me give you the evidence there just one more time. All right, as you can see, take a look here. Take a look at this graph. Right here, 2010 to 2015, look what's happening to the birth rate. All right, because we're, we're trying to point to the evidence. I don't know if you guys can see this. I'll make it larger. Look what's happening during the pivotal time right here, 2012 to 2020. Look at the birth rate during that period. Okay, marital rate, same thing. All right, so we can, you could try to not tie it together. You could try to not tie it together if you like. 
Same thing with single mother rate. Single mother rate has been exploding in that same time period. By 2020, nearly 19 million children, amounting to 25% of children born in the U.S., have skyrocketed. The, the single mother rate skyrocketed. Now, you might want to disconnect these things, but they're all connected. It's all kind of connected. People are at some point going to have to admit this because I brought it up. I brought it up. So that's the turning point. Now, let's talk about this. Is there really any difference between what they're doing today and what they were doing yesterday? Well, let's think about this. Let's think about this. In the past, all right, we have revisionist history. 1990s women were different. You had to wait 90 days. Many, many men had to wait 90 days to get a piece of peace leave. Okay? That was the going rate for peace leave. As a matter of fact, there was a, a book called The Rules in which they said, do not give him any segs for 90 days. Steve Harvey came and basically piggybacked on that somewhere around 2010 to try to get women to do the same thing. Hey, if you stop giving segs up before 90 days, you probably can keep a man. So the idea of that was happening now. Now you can't wait more than 90 minutes for sex because of the rate, how fast people are meeting each other, the access we have to each other, um, the likelihood that you can meet another partner is there. Where in the past, a person probably didn't have another option. And if they did, that other option wasn't probably giving them sex either. So it wasn't like you were going to get laid if you just dropped this one. Oh, I don't like the way she laughed. I don't like the way he sneezes. I don't like the way his nostrils flare. All right. We do that now because we have access to people in our phone. Prior to that, it wasn't like that. It was like, this is the one. I finally got her number. I finally got her answer, uh, return my answer machine call. I finally got her out. I got to wait for this one. Right. And some men got it faster than 90 days, but even then you couldn't really talk about it. Right. You talked about it. Hey, man, I hit them skins. Remember that I hit those skins. Well, that could that could damage her reputation and prevent you from getting some skins again. So you actually knew that if you talked about hitting them skins and ruined her reputation, you ruined your chance of getting them skins again. So we would always be like, all right, I'll keep it quiet. I'll just tell a couple of homeboys. Now you can hit some skins, tell, and there's no reputation to uphold anymore. The woman is just like, yep, I'm a 304, and they're proud about it. Or they'll be like, yep, I'm out here doing what men do. Men can do it. We can do it too. Well, in times past, they couldn't really do that per se. A woman was known for rolling around in the hay. She'd be liable to be participating in a shotgun wedding or somebody be liable to get lynched or ran out of town. So the reputation mattered into which now the reputation doesn't matter. And let me show you an example of that. Uh, right here, this woman admits it and she's married. All right, we always show this example right here. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe a dude should be tied up in the street. 
So the joke is, hey, I'll be in these streets getting piped down. All right. So now that's acceptable. And a lot of women want to do that now because there's no damage to your reputation. We've seen it with Jada Pinkett and August Alsina, even in marriages. Hey, I had an entanglement. Oh, entanglements are okay. Oh, older women who are married with younger men who have entanglements, that's fine. But in past times, it wasn't fine if the man was doing it. If the woman aged up and was not giving him sex and he went and had an entanglement with a younger woman, nobody would give it a pass. But today we give it a pass because women are doing it, right? Oh, good for her. You go, girl, right? See, this is the type of stuff that's happening. So those things are changing. What about this one? What about this one? Um, in the past, I talked about this community size was not as big. So um, in the past, like your, 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 your mating was basically restricted to your community. Okay, maybe you could go across town on the other side of the tracks and maybe meet some girls and go pick up some girls at the other mall. That was where your restrictions were. You didn't have people across country that you can reach to. Women didn't have opportunities to reach to celebrities, although I've given you cases in which a woman has basically posted an Instagram story, tagged an athlete, and the athlete's tagging their ass. All right, so it's that simple now. So has hypergamy changed? No, it just made it so the basic average everyday woman has access to top tier men similar to, let's just say, high school and college days. In high school and college, there were certain women who had access to the athletes or the top men on campus, the top frat guys. And some women never had a chance. They would never she would have to put herself in that position and know she was just a side piece of tail. But today it's much different. A woman with 100 Instagram followers, as long as she has breast and some peace leave, she can go into a DM of a famous man anywhere and either get flown out. He'll fly to her or he'll drive to her or she'll drive to him. If the night is, if the timing's right, he will do it. So that is kind of messed up the marketplace in which now the average woman has reached all the way up to the top. Yes, there's a fly in the studio. The idea that you would fly across country to meet a mate is very new, although people did it before. People went across horse and carriage across the whole damn country for some peace leave. That's because our community size was very small. If I couldn't get it in my community, I would have to do extreme things to don't do it we talked about last week pocahontas all right john smith came over as a trailblazer and he got some peace leave from pocahontas and she ended up all the way in england she ended up getting flown out to england now make that make sense so that's telling you that this idea was there it's always been there but now we have everybody that has access to it some women had no shot. Now they have a shot. And when they take their shot, they're doing what? They're going for men that they want and they can get them. So that's what's changed. And that's what's happening is some men are being left out uh, in the cold. And this is where the dynamics are happening, right? So last point I want to make on this one, and I'm going to show some examples. Uh, because of social media, we've now answered the question that you see right there on your screen. Where are you finding these women? Where are you finding these women? So people will say that as early as 2020, 
before TikTok, Instagram had really gone off the rails and TikTok was originated. One of the things that content creators faced was um, when we talk about these issues, women who disagree with us, or sometimes men, but this would be mostly women, they would say or ask, where are you finding these women that you're talking about? See, this is where the change is going to be seen. Where are you finding these women? What are you possibly talking about? I don't know any women like you're talking about. This was, this was a common shaming language tactic. So we talk about 304s. We talk about women giving it up. We talked about how pergamy. We talked about women uh, choosing men at the finish line. Right. We remember. We, I don't know. You guys are pretty new in the sphere. You might not remember this. And they would say, where are you finding these women? This woman will say that I'm 46 years old and I don't know any women you're talking about that are like that. Now, <laughs> of course, social media has changed all of that. TikTok has changed all of that. Now we can clearly show you with evidence that there, these women were here and they were here way before TikTok exposed them. So now you never hear the question, where are you finding these women? It's a beautiful thing because that was one of the things that we could not get over. It was a classic gaslighting. We talk about it and they would say, well, only you are dealing with them or you're picking wrong. Now we see it. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. See, the toxic women are now there. See, this is what's changed. This is why people can say modern women have changed. Because now we can say, there they are. See, we told you they were here the whole time. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO. Okay? Potential? And all of that. My heart, yani, it just vibes with what's happening now, you know? Potential. Well, out of. So remember, all the toxic relationships we've been in, all the toxic marriages, all the manipulation we've been talking about, people would say, where are you, where are you finding these women? Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. So there you go. There's more manipulation. Women saying, yep, we play games, we manipulate, blah, blah, blah. So that when I come on and say, these are the manipulative tactics that women play. Now, before 2020, they would say, huh? What? Where are you finding these women? When I talk about sexist marriages, not me. I'm 40 and my husband's 52. We go at it like rabbits. However, social media now shows you that women support and laugh at sexless marriages. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. 
I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? See, in the past, we would talk about these things. No, this can't be. Sex is marriage. There's no way. Oh, only 20%. No, no, no. Now, when someone posts that on social media, a lot of women will go in the comment section. Oh, that's so my marriage. Oh, that's exactly how I feel too. Oh, that's so funny. My husband begs for it all the time and I just make him wait, 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 wait. You'll see thousands and thousands of people, toxic people that we've been identifying in the comment section in 4K and we're going, that's what we've been talking about. And before social media allowed them to show this, they had already been doing it. Now, that's where you have to understand it. So the whole where are you finding them has now been found. Now we have the answer. But what we have also have the answer to is they've already been doing it so that the people who've been asking where you find them have been disingenuous the entire time. They knew what was going on. We just didn't have the evidence. We just didn't have the evidence. Now they're providing their own evidence. So are modern women, are modern women in relationships different? The answer is nope. The answer is no. They're just showing it now. And they can show it and laugh about it and make fun of it and now do things that they were willing to do before they even had an opportunity to do it, like get flown out by celebrities or talk to men all across the country, reach out to them, get paid for sexual interactions, choose the partner they want. Now they can do it out in the open and nobody can call them out for it even to which to point when i call them out for it guess what i'm bitter and hurt i'm bitter and hurt it's all been the same game and we're all in the same gang let me show you a couple more things and we'll do all the super chats okay couple more things there's this song right here by taylor big called hound dog blues and i'm gonna read you a message here it says, I got myself a hound dog to be my only friend. She's faithful and she's loyal. She won't run for other men. She doesn't want much of nothing, no money, jewels, or fur. Dry dog food and her master touch is good enough for her. When I am broke and lonesome, she senses how I feels. She comes to me and wags her tail to say she still, uh, she loves me still. She don't bitch or argue. She always aims to please. She's too smart and grateful to bite the hand that feeds. I got myself a hound dog to be my only friend. She's faithful and she's loyal. She won't run for other men. All right. So that is a song that blues singers have been singing for a long time. A lot of people have remade that song in different ways. Um, there's another song that says, I got me a hound dog to watch my woman so she won't leave. All right. There's been this guy right here. 
Oh, there's been the big Bible right here, the big Bible right here, in which now they're saying misogynists are using the Bible out of context. Why? Because we can use these messages to show that there's nothing new under the sun. How about Marvin Gaye? We showed this interview of him chomping bubblegum, and this was done in 1983, and we'll listen to what Marvin Gaye, a love singer, rest in peace to Marvin Gaye, was talking about what he was dealing with in 1983 with relationships. And we just use the law and uh, keep what we can keep within the law. And let them let Caesar have what Caesar wants. I can't fight Caesar. Uh, love. Love? Love. What about love? That's what I, how do you feel about love? I don't know, love is misery. There we go. Love is misery. So in context, in his time, he's saying the same thing we're talking about. <laughs> okay. He's dealing with the same issues. Now he looks higher than the kite. Okay. He higher than the kite right now, but uh, that's Marvin Gaye for you. He says, love is misery. Yes, that's Tom Joyner doing the interview. Love is misery. <laughs> Love is now, for, for I don't know if you guys know, I'm, I have to fair use this, meaning I have to stop the clip. Um, I don't know if you know, somebody like him saying this in this time and era. Okay, in this time of day, somebody saying this outside of their publicist was a big deal. Because every message from a celebrity was... Uh, basically, their publicist would basically tell the message. All right, hey, you know what? Say this, say that. This, you don't want to ruin your message. You don't want to ruin your message. So he's basically saying, as a love singer, love is misery. This was almost unheard of, all right, for that to be said, especially in this time. All right, so uh, where's the share button? I was sharing the screen. Love is misery. And this is him in 83 saying that. Let's continue. Miserable. I think I'll be a bachelor. That's what I'll, how do you feel about love? I don't know. Love is misery. <laughs> love is miserable. I think I'll be a bachelor and I'll swing. And okay, so he's not saying anything different than what free agent lifestyle saying. Oh, I'll just be a bachelor and swing and I'll just go get some peace leave, man. I got money. Why, why is he saying that? He's bitter and hurt. Okay, he's been hurt. He picked the wrong one. All the old gaslighting languages here. Oh, he picked the wrong one. He's bachelor and hurt, and he don't do this, and he's a trick. I got money. And he's a whoremonger, and he's a pump and dumper, all right? For some reason, he was like, hey, forgive that. Hey, forget all that love stuff. Yeah, somebody hurt him. No, I won't fall in love. I'll just be loveful. I, I won't fall in love. I'll just be loveful. Great, great set. Be kind and good and um, have fun. <laughs> the free agent lifestyle right there. I'll be kind and good. And like I say, I'm kind and good. And I'll just be loveful and I'll go have fun. I got money. I don't feel like being miserable. <laughs> I don't feel like Marriage. miserable. <laughs> <laughs> So again, Tom Joyner and everybody in the crowd, the women in the background of the interview, they're like, what? They're like, wait, marriage miserable? What?
they think he would say, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me away from you, girl. That's what, oh, 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 ain't no mountain high enough. They're shocked. And in this day, in this day, they're floored by what he's saying. They're like, what? This is what's going on. See, in this day, you didn't talk about this. And especially if you're a singer. They're like, oh, hell no. Good. Love is miserable. I think I'll be a bachelor and I'll swing and um, I won't fall in love. I'll just be loveful, be kind and good and um, have fun. I don't feel like being miserable. Marriage. Miserable. (laughs) Tom Joyner is stunned. He don't even know what to say. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> Except you find the right that is your um, soulmate. And that takes a lot of looking. It takes a lot of looking. I said that yesterday. I said you lazy lovers will date five women, go broke dating, and then just settle for one of those five. No. I said you got to date 100 women. Um, I'll never marry again until I know I'm ready. Woo! I'll never marry again until I know I'm ready. I have the right lady. The right lady. And the right consciousness and a good girl. A good girl. Woo! Mm. So this is 1983, folks. We think this stuff is new. We think modern women are, are, are taking it off the rails. He's telling you this from 1983. He sounds like us. He sounds like us now. What happened? He said, I need a good girl. I need somebody that can... What do you call submit all these things that men are saying now? They've been saying that back then, bro. Girl who don't fool around too much. A girl that don't fool around too much. I'll play it again. A girl that don't fool around too much. Never marry again until I know I'm ready and that I have the right lady and the right consciousness and a good girl. Girl who don't fool around too much, you know. A girl that don't fool around. Guys, this right here shows you there's nothing new under the sun, man. Modern women are no different than the women of the past. Somebody mentioned that. They're just who they are. They're programmed for this. All they have now is maximum exposure. They now can do it at a greater length. All we can do now is see the evidence of what we've all experienced. Some of us have experienced this in our relationships and marriages. Some of us experienced this with our mothers and our relatives and our aunts and our uncles. We've seen all of this. Some of us have seen it, and we've been trying to tell you for a long time. And Marvin Gaye's telling you right here. Up in the front, that ain't nothing changed, bro. All that stuff, you know. Sex. Sex. Oh, God. Sex. Sex is marvelous. Um, Love is miserable. And Marriage is, is miserable. And sex is great. <laughs> I got money. Yeah, that's about right for me right now. No, no, there is quite a separation between the two as far as concerned. I think that sex is really sex and love is love. And if you happen to love the person that you're having sex with, that's tremendous. But... Um, I really see a complete separation in the two that totally unrelated to me. 
Now, this is they've been already practicing this in his element and many elements around. You got to remember, 1970s was crazy uh, uh, with the drugs and sex culture and all of that stuff. So people knew this was going on. But to admit this in public was a big deal. To admit this in public was a big deal. All right. And so for him to do this, this is kind of like one of those interviews that were like, we can't put this out. All right. We can't put this out because it, he, his publisher probably came in. All right. He'd been snorting too much. We can't put this out because this would ruin what everybody thought. The fairy tale, the Disney fantasy, R&B, love, uh, romance, all of that stuff. Right. But he was ahead of the game saying, no, 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 I'll have some sex. I'll have some fun. I'll party. But marriage and romance love miserable me chewing gum i love it <laughs> <laughs> i did this on the grammys i heard i hear i did it blew a big bubble i was nervous because um <laughs> i didn't know if i'd win or not and i was just blowing sort of this bubble you know somebody said jesus blah gum on tv <laughs> so we know he loves chewing gum and uh one more thing about it listen to the way he speaks very poetic no broken English, no nom sand. The gum thing kind of is a bad thing. But if you listen to his English, it's almost perfect. Totally unrelated to me. Chewing gum. I love it. <laughs> I did this on the Grammys, I heard. I hear I did it blew a big bubble. I was nervous because um, listen to I his didn't English. know if I'd win or not. And I was just blowing sort of this bubble. You know? Somebody said, Jesus. He was higher than the kite, though, but shout out to Marvin Gaye on that one. Um, another point I wanted to make on that, um, and I can't remember, so we'll do the Super Chats. I did. Oh, oh, the point I wanted to make is one thing that men will distinguish is between fantasy love and real love. You ask a man about what he loves, and if it's tangible and real, he'll exclaim his love for it. What about this car? I love it. What about this steak? I love it. But if something's not real, it is hard for him to exclaim it. You'll hear his blue side plugged in version of himself. What about your wife? I love her. It will never be an exclamation. What about peace leave? I love it. Marvin Gaye showed you that. Chewing gum. Out of all the questions he was asked, the only exclamation, exclamation of love was for the chewing gum. It was real. He was a chew, chewing gum. I love it. That was the only exclamation point that he gave in the affirmative related to love. And that was the only time he reached out with love. So ask a man, you love birthday cake. I love it. Anything that's tangible and real, a man will say, I love it. Football, I love it. Relationships. All right, I love her. <laughs> I want you to always notice that. Men don't believe in fantasy. The only reason they believe in fantasy is because they're trying to participate in the love game or the sex game with women. Um, super chat time. Thanks, man, for enjoying this show. The whole ex the whole point is ain't nothing new under the sun. All right, shout out to you. All right, Aliba Kalima, I got you. Warhammer says benching 200 for a month now. Thanks, CGA. Oh, you there, brother. Hey, once you get old, once you get on the two plates on 225, two and a quarter, now you're gonna really feel like Superman in the building. Shout out to you. Hey, who else is in here? All right. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Smith says Jason Momoa just effed up now. Watch Lisa cheat on him. 
Yeah, never go back to your ex. Never go back to your ex. Never go back to your ex. It's not a win. It's a loss. Raul says, Coach, I know we're talking about avoiding SJWs and super left-wing women, but lately, I can't even be friends or have conversation with those guys. What do you think? I, I've told you I can't deal with super liberal people. I can't, I can't deal with them. Shout out to you. You're good people, but I can't deal with conversations with them. All right, because they never are based in anything reality. Everything's always about change, and we need to do this, and we need to change it. And the change is always something over the rainbow. Like, oh, man, like that ain't never going to happen. We need to go clean and green and no dependency on fossil fuels. And like, so zero dependency on it. Like, come on, bro. Like, that ain't never going to happen. All right, you can push for it, but it ain't never going to happen. <laughs> All right, so. You know what I mean? And, and then what happens is they want to go for that extreme change, but they don't realize that there's negatives on that side too. You know, everybody eating leafy greens and pooping green poop. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. <laughs> that is basically, you're basically taking millions, hundreds of thousands of years of resource exchange. You know what I mean? <laughs> All of this stuff. And then are the under, other countries going to do it? The U.S. is polluting, so it's India and China. You gonna change them and Russia? Nope. Okay, so we're the only ones gonna change. All right. Uh, in the resource game, that ain't gonna work, bro. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. And we're seeing that now. Everybody wanted us to go super green, and uh, now what? Russia's uh gonna hog all the um fuel away from uh Germany and whatnot. And now we're going to have this fight over resources. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have resources, nobody's ever going to care for you. AKA the black community. If you're ever going to get into this fight, you better have some resources. That is the name of the game. Same thing with relationships. You're going to need, you're going to need resources. Okay. The fight is always over resources. Anything you hear on the news that this country went to war with that country, it's over resources. The hell with the people this, the people that. It's nothing other than resources. And so if the black community is going to get into this, I always try to find a way to try to connect this message to the community because I really love you guys. I feel bad for you and sorry for you because you're hoping something changes, but you have no skin in the game. You need resources. If the black community had a resource that they that they could restrict away from the rest of America and not give them access to it, I bet you things change overnight or you'll be in a war. One or the two would happen. You get invaded. <laughs> you'd get invaded or you'd be able to uh, bring something to the table. But right now you're bringing nothing but slavery to the table in which you're volunteering for in, uh, servitude. Well, they're not going to help you then. So you need resources. And what, what they're fighting over there is access to territory, a.k.a. resources. I mean, this is what the fight's about. Any war, we went over to Iraq. We went over to Afghanistan. Uh, these were access to resources. That is the bottom line. And, and, and when you want to go into dating, you want to go into dating. When you don't have resources, you're going to struggle. Just imagine. Just, just imagine, uh, let's just say for women on the women's side. See, the resource they have, all of them are born with it. It's attached to their body. I'm going to just give you an example. If a woman came to you 
And she told you, well, listen, I like you and all. I think there's a future for us, but I was born without a peace leave. I mean, this is a super duper what if. <laughs> I was born with zero peace leave. I, I don't have any. There was not. I was born without one. There's nothing down there. I, I look like a Barbie doll down there. What would happen? Would you pursue anything with that woman? Would you pursue companionship? All of the BS that you say you were with women with? Oh, companionship and building a super team and, and a power couple. You would immediately vacate the premises. You'd be like, there's no trade. So all of these fights that you see in these worlds right here has, has, has underneath it resource trade land. She has no resource. There's no fight. Or let's just say she has been born with one, but she tells you up front, you ain't getting any. Yeah, you can do no matter what you do, you're getting none. Imagine now, are you going to invest or are you going to go? <laughs> Somebody says her mouth. No, 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 no. That ain't enough. That ain't enough. If she says you get zero access to it, you immediately vacate the premises. So let this be known. But the, I think the community, what you would need to do is come up with a resource in which you can restrict it, control it, and then bring that as a bargaining chip to the table. Otherwise, you're a slave. And you will forever be one. And you're never getting out of it. And so right now, if you look at it, the prison industrial complex pretty much demonstrates that they're willing to enslave you legally or at least put you in a position to which you'll be a future slave and that is your resource <laughs> that is your resource it's all about resources same thing as men women ladies ladies i know there's some ladies here i know there's some ladies here ladies if a man said to you yeah, no matter how much peace leave you give me, you're never getting any money, attention, energy, or time. I'm giving you nothing. I'm never taking you on a date. Now, the guy would have to give you what? Status or something like that. If you're going to get nothing from the guy, how much peace leave are you going to give the guy? Not, not much. You might give him one, two, three, maybe a couple weeks of peace leave, but you'll pull back. You'll eventually go, you know what? She'll go like this. Somebody says, I already say that. Yeah, you already say that. And at some point, at some point, they'll, they'll, they'll flee. Uh, you'll be in a constant rotation of what they call pump and dump, which is a constant chase of um, a constant chase of replacing peace leave. All right. Somebody says, uh, say that again, coach. The community needs to come up with something they can restrict from general society. And and typically in our society, the community, super leftists, which they're actually more conservative of the leftists. Uh, the the uh, the community overwhelmingly gives to everybody. Enjoy our music. Enjoy our access to this. They open up the door. Then they say white people can be artists. And then we'll buy the white people's music. You know what I mean? The white people's version of hip hop. Uh, it, what I would say is create something and don't give them access to it. If you wanted to change something, that would literally be the way you changed it. They give them access to the N-word, which I think is just, 
I'm flabbergasted. Oh, you get an N-word pass. You get an N-word pass. No, you have to restrict something. <laughs> you restrict nothing. It's crazy. It's, a, it's just a hope at that point. Three and three says first super chat was lost. Oh, that was you. He says new discord disinformation policy will get you your discord deleted. Already been through it. I think I read that one. Yes. All right. Caitlin Ferguson, if your woman isn't your ride or die, she isn't the woman you should marry. Other men are invisible to her if she really loves you. I'm sorry. It's just really love with a man. It's temporary, yes. Women do get tunnel vision. That's how they're designed, too. Uh, this keeps them attached to you. These are attachments, by the way. And it's normally attached to a resource. But I think, you know, there's a lot of women that do, that are going to be loyal at, uh, to a fault. But that's just their biology. That's just how they're made. All right, if you pound her good enough, she'll... What she'll do is she'll find she doesn't mean she's not going to test the market. She'll test because she might be like, well, maybe he maybe he's good. Maybe this other guy's got. And then what a woman will do, tell them, ladies, you'll you'll sample the market and realize, OK, this guy's just a five stroke special. He ain't worth he ain't worth leaving my man for. Right. But women are naturally born to attach to you. Otherwise. Let me just tell you, with male with the male pulse nut clarity and a woman's not ability to not attach to you, it wouldn't work. We would have a reckless society and civilization. Like you can do the nastiest stuff to a woman and she'll stick with you. But if you know what I mean, you, but but if you experience that side of her up front, you'll run from her. You'll be like, it's very it's very rare. Um, it's very rare. Somebody said there's no unicorns. I I'm always tell you guys, everything's temporary. Everything is temporary. The ideas of you guys, I just want to tell you that there's no such things as these 70 years romances and everything was about love and all of these things. There's, there's, this is all fantasy and mythology, but listen, I do want you to also understand Enjoy your time, and then when the time is up, enjoy them leaving. I mean, what's the problem here? <laughs> you guys want love for 70 years. You guys got to be out of your mind. Show me. Show me. Show me. There's no such thing, guys. Even people that have been loved for 70 years, um, what you have to understand is they were in love you saw the tail end of their love. Okay, let me just say it. You saw the tail end of their love. So you showed up. You were probably a baby. Then you grew into a teenager and you really didn't care. Then somewhere around 20, you found out that your grandma and grandpa are celebrating their 70th anniversary. And you think, wow, they've been in love for 70 years. So, but you've only been around since year 50 to 70. Now, what has happened during that time? They haven't been mobile. He probably has erectile dysfunction. He probably grew up in a time where he didn't have any reach to access to women. Uh, she probably grew up in a time where there was limited reach. They probably grew up somewhere in Cleveland, okay, where there wasn't a lot of people coming in and out. She probably made it with the milkman one or two times. He probably went to the Korean or Vietnam War 
and he probably has kids over there that he doesn't even know about. He probably has a whole family on the other side of Cleveland. They probably got in fights, dust-ups, affairs. They went to the nightclub. They were flappers. They grew up in the 1950s where uh, people was hoeing around the street and selling peace league. You don't see the time of the relationship in which many of you are in where it's the tough part, where you guys got energy and vigor and you guys got desire to cheat on your partner and access to cheat on them. You didn't see the dust-ups in the fights. Now you just see them just sitting there quiet, sitting there loving each other. You came in on the tail end of 70, in which they ain't got no energy to fight. They ain't even got no energy to talk to each other. They sleep in separate bedrooms. They just stayed together just for the family. You know what I mean? He ready to die (laughs) or he ready to take her out. See, what you guys don't get is when you see people that have been in love for a long time, you're seeing the tail end of what was. Them going to Studio 54, them snorting lines of coke, them smoking the weed out, them getting drunk off E&J and and having uh, wrestling attacks. (laughs) ABL is in the building, the legend. He says, Papa used to practice his boxing skills on Meemaw. Papa used to take her... You you going to jail now? Uppercut. How huh, you can? She he used to slap the DDT on her just for no reason. <laughs> okay. She used to try to poison his food and try to see if he can go slowly. You know, you missed all of that. And don't tell me this doesn't happen. It happens all the time. So this is what I want you guys to think about. Your fantasy, I want to be like my grandma and grandpa. They didn't have no options back then. It was just them. They had the milkmaid one time, the milkmaiden, the milkman one time. And then he had he, he had the Vietnam War in which he banged out Vietnamese chicks like crazy. That's what he had. And that's what they did. Okay, stop it with the whole, they've been in love for 70 years. Oh, they would never cheat on each other. Yeah, that's because... You came in at the tail end of them. They don't even talk to each other. I bet you if you went over their house, they'd be arguing all day. Woman, don't talk to me. <laughs> you missed back when your grandpa, when Papa used to do like this, like Ike Turner. He, he used to pull his pimp hand back like this here. You missed all that. <laughs> You used to miss all that when he took the kids to the woodshed. So I understand. Stop being fantasy-minded. Stop being fantasy-minded. You're only catching the tail end of the good stuff. All right, so let, let me let me get off. Shout out to ABL. Thanks for being here, man. All right, so Kalen Ferguson, I got you. Didn't I get you? Did I go backwards? Shout out to Speaking My Mind, Happy Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday, Coach. I'm catching up. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mimit the second says, guarantee Biden lifts all C-19 uh, federal restrictions tonight. You heard it here first. Shout out to uh, Kostra Mimit. Uh, Mimit. He says, also get in shape because you could end up in uniform soon. Mm. <laughs> all right. Shout out to you on that one. Yes, he's going to. This is the party that y'all been waiting for. But unfortunately, y'all got Right around the corner. The dictator says, my new diet is eating everything and watching CGA. He says, so much. I already lost 10 pounds today. Today? All right. Shout out to you. Hey, let that be your motivation. 
All right, Mike Davis says the shuffle don't work the same for Putin, coach. Mm, he don't care about no shuffling. Them brothers going to be shuffling in the streets of uh, Kiev, and he going to be like, I don't care. Jeremiah Franz, he says, can I get a hell yeah? Crushes middle light on, uh, on the head. DT or Maury, uh, like uh, the baby don't lay like me. Wait, that baby don't look like me, I believe. And he says, LOL, all because men don't want to be attached to these crazy women uh, running rampant nowadays. And that's another thing. We used to put up with toxic relationships. Now men don't, right? If the uh, if women used to leverage their sex and we would have to put up with BS, now not so much. A guy will just walk. And so this is why single mother rates are kind of uh, through the roof is that men are like, listen, I love my baby, but I don't want to be with you. All right. And they can walk and get access to another woman before it was not like that. All right. And so uh, remember, it wasn't that long ago that young men would go on a show like Maury. The woman will it will be proven that the kid is not his. And the mom would talk the man into staying with the woman. Well, you raise the baby now. It's six, six months. Go ahead and stay. See, a guy don't have to do that no more because uh, post nut clarity. Uh, <laughs> if women had post nut clarity like men, we would never be together. And matter of fact, let me just call it like it is. I said this before. If if we didn't have trade of sex and resources to exchange, we wouldn't even talk to each other. Every now and then, women would be like deer. They would show up in your neighborhood and they would eat off your eat off your tomatoes off the vine and they would run away. And you'd be like, oh, there's a woman. It'd be like a deer. Like you don't want nothing from the deer. The deer just wants to eat a couple of your tomatoes off your, 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 your tomato vine. And you would just look, oh, there were some women around here. Y'all see them? All right. And you go back to doing what you were doing. Because we're not compatible. The only thing compatible about us is we trade resources. <laughs> And we procreate. That's the only thing. Everything else, we see opposite. Almost of everything. We see we see the world completely opposite. <laughs> Think about it. Everything else, like, it, uh, I, I know I'm far back. If you're walking down the street with a woman, and this isn't saying that they're worse or bad or negative. I'm just saying we see the world completely different. If I hang out with a woman for three hours and I just walk down the street, we're going to go on a three-hour walk. I bet you we'd have a disagreement with just about everything. And we had a conversation. We disagree on just about everything except me wanting to my, insert my insides into her outsides. I'm sorry, my outsides into her insides. That's the only thing we would want to agree on. And then even when we do that, we would do it in the opposite means. She'd lie on her back and submit, and I would mount her. It would not even be done the same way. Her point of view, she'd be looking up your nose and seeing all your nose heads, hairs, and boogies and seeing your face. <laughs> and and you sweating all in her eyeballs. All right. And she and you looking down at her. <laughs> Everything would be an instant disagreement. We don't dis we don't agree on nothing. As a species, we don't. He says, you're depressing me, man. No, I'm not depressing you. I'm far back on these super chats, by the way. I don't mean to depress you. I mean to tell you there's a way to enjoy this. There's a way to enjoy this without all of this nonsense. <laughs> Come on, man. 
But what, what we do is attach nonsense to it to make it work. And it doesn't. OK, look, it doesn't work the way we're doing it. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Loud Pockets. I'm going to get me a Ukrainian Kaylee. This is the truth and I know people don't want to say the reason why we try to make it work is is, is we got to attach all this fantasy bullshit to it. No. I got money. This is the real. This is the real. Go hang out with a woman. I guarantee you have five conversations. You will see the world completely different. Every conversation will be some unique perspective that she has versus what you have. We're not in accordance with each other. The only way we make it work is we force people to do it. We attach religion to it. We attach politics to it. We attach. Anyway, shout out to channel 1800 dumb says fellas in the chat. Sizzo could use a few coins. Just saying it is what it is. Consider it. Love the coach and the coach gang and get the likes up. Our boy. I'm really far back. Fresh and fit is in the building. He says, supporting the coach gang. Stop ninja watching CGA's videos. Like the video. Shout out to you. And shout out to you and having your boy Aaron Clary on last night. I enjoyed this conversation. I enjoy him. Uh, Manuel D'Andrade, thanks, coach, for helping, for helping me understand women. Understand women. And the men who understand women, they do the best with women. The men who understand women, they do the best. The men that who are in love with women, you overwhelmingly do the worst with women. Prove me wrong. All right. The men who understood right up front who women were right in high school. You remember that guy in high school that he would talk reckless. He would talk reckless about relationships and be like, man, don't trust these women. Don't do this with these women. He was always getting peace leave. He's like, man, I ain't worried about them women. He was always getting them. He was off doing what he was doing. He was at football practice. That dude was slaying the most prime peace leave of anybody else. He was getting women at their absolute best. He was actually focusing on himself. He wasn't worried about it. He wasn't running around getting phone numbers. You would never see him going, where the hole's at? You never heard him once say where the hole's at. You know why? Because he had them. He never thought about where they were or they where they were because they were always where he was. Think about it. And he was out there busting nuts on the best prime pieces of peace leave you could find. He never struggled because he had an earlier understanding. And you always looked at him, man, you are wrong. This ain't right. And he was slaying it. But you guys, that's always saying where the hole's at. You know why? Because you worried about holes. If you're the guy that always got to say where they at, they ain't around you for a reason. If you always got to source them, that means they're not around you for a reason. All right. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. They don't need no holes. They need some rest from holes. Anybody know about that? They need rest from women. They wanted women away from them. The reason why they understood women is because they got them. They got women. They were like, oh my God, y'all worried about these skeezers? Man, please. I'm tired of them. I need a break from them. He says, because they got mommy issues. All right. So he is there. If you're ugly, it is what it is. I mean, listen, everybody, you know, T-Bone Steak says, uh, trying to keep up with all the live streams. Coach, I appreciate y'all hard work. He says, uh, it's keeping me on my toes. I'm living my life through a red pill lens. Stay strong. 
hold the line. Hashtag dirty grandpa in the building. Appreciate you. And another thing that they did is that women tried to manipulate them and they couldn't be manipulated. And then they find the dudes to manipulate you guys. And that's you. For guys that don't get a lot of peace leave, at hashtag dirty grandpa, right, T-Bone Steak? I'm, I'm making you guys work to get these streams. I don't just give you the answers up front. Hey, guys, I want you guys to ever go on a bender of peace leave. Because I know some guys are lacking peace leave, right? You're lacking it, and this drives you. You're distracted by it. You're trying to figure out how to get it. What, what I'm going to suggest you to do, just go on a bender. Take a whole week. And have a different piece of Peasley, a different one. I know it's, listen, you can do it now. I got money. It's doable. You just got to cross that line into the black side, to the dark side. All right. It's doable. Now, bang out a different girl every night. I bet you by the next week, you be wanting to do something else. <laughs> by the next week, your head will be cleared out. You'll be dry. You will have all kind of friction line. <laughs> you, you're going to be like, whatever. It's going to be whatever. And then the next woman that come out and say, I'll give you a piece of peace leave. You'll be like, hold on for a second. Uh, you'll think about it. I need a break. <laughs> I ha It happens all the time. It happens all the time. You just got to do it. He said, you'll be broke. No, you won't. You be running them out of the door. Get out. You won't want no more. I'm telling you, man, people don't realize that. Again, the same thing is about the nympho. You want an info until you meet one. I bet you if you meet one, you don't want her no more after a couple of days. You'll be like, get rid of this woman. Because you'll get nothing else done, trust me. You'll get nothing else done. A nympho will keep you tied up for days on end. And you'll be, you'll be bleeding yourself dry. You'll be bleeding. By the time she even gets one hour of satisfaction, she'll drain you. She'll drain your energy. You won't have energy for work. You will be, won't get no sleep. Like you don't have that life, bro. <laughs> They're trained witches. All right, shout out to you. Your boy Scoop is in the building. Michael Lopez says, thanks, Coach. These Gen Zs have higher body counts and higher horsepower toys and more numbing pills and less. Shame so much for some, uh, so wait, so much so sometimes these rusty old vintage models are better for a ride, in my opinion. Yeah, um, so well, it depends, it's all about what you want. Can I play a voicemail for you? So, this woman, um, on your super chat, you just reminded me this is when the show was going to go longer. Check this voicemail out. This woman thought I was somebody else. And so she left some suspicious voicemails on my um on my voicemail. I want you to listen to this, bro. This is what you're dealing with with Gen Z. Let me see if I can pull it up here. I'm gonna pull it up on speaker. Right where I'm having at the gas station where I'm having to cover for somebody. And so I'm gonna call them and see how much the price is for this damn bulb. And I make a car payment on the first which is tomorrow and I have to pay my rent and I got a shit ton of homework that I'm driven to near tears I don't think it has anything to do with you I think 
you were just the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm under stress and I can't, I can only handle so much from school, not anything. Um, and I don't know, for some reason you just like, like I said, I'm sobering up and I've been sleeping and um, I had, I ran out of my medication over the weekend and I won't get it till tomorrow. So I have about four days without my dosage for my condition. And I noticed that that has also made it very difficult for me to be emotionally as uh, consistent and stable. Like I, I, it's a lot more sensitivity and uh, stress that I feel. So I, I hope that you would understand too that. And like I said, I, I have been trying to figure out I actually I don't have time to even do that. I'm told totally devoted to school. I'm just letting you know that and for the next what two months I don't have time for anybody or anything and I don't know if you you don't have time for me because of other reasons. And I I can't seem to find some I don't I don't have time to look. So um I don't know if you're willing to accept my apology, but Yeah, I I can honestly tell you I wasn't in my 100% self. Bye. I hope you're okay and things are okay with you. Okay. Bye. So <laughs> this is a woman who called my number. She left two or three voicemails like that. She left one talking about I know you don't believe me. You were the only one I was with. We were having unprotected sex. This was a wrong number of voicemail. She was blowing my phone up yesterday. And so I finally was like, I, I never answer phone numbers that's not stored in my phone. And so I'm like, who the hell is this? So I call her up. I said, who are you looking for? Oh, I'm looking for David. This ain't David. <laughs> this ain't David. Oh, I'm sorry. This was the first voicemail. So I um, I wanted to tell you that I, I'm having to cover at another store, which is, but not far from where I live. Off, I'm still on Mission Avenue. Um, I was able to take a power nap after I went to class today. And I'm just like kind of, you know, because I'm sobering up. And, you know, gosh, I'm really sorry. Um, regardless of whatever incidences that happened between us, the fact is, you know, there's a very powerful substance involved um, that does influence the way my behavior, like emotionally, and being that you're the only one I'm having sex with, and I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I do have, I have a libido, and it, it just so happens that naturally it's around this time. And you're the only guy that I've been hitting up. So, you know, like there's a guy that walked in and, and I'm thinking maybe that's what happened is that I'm not, I just didn't, I don't have the um, learning how to uh, not be a player, but date or be open to the possibility of other things. But this guy, you know, he's a Coast Guard guy and, you know, he's like going to Hawaii tomorrow. And I used to fall for that shit. I used to say, oh, well, there's no attachment. 
I feel sorry for what you guys are dealing with out there, brothers. What are you got? This, bruh, somebody said, what's her number? I was like, I'm, hey, I'm listening to the voicemails because she never said the person's name. And I'm like, whose woman is this? Like, I'm trying to sit there going, did I have sex with this woman? I could not put it together. So I had to call her back. I love it, man. <laughs> she she gave you everything. She's broke, uh, on drugs, on stable medication. She had oh, powerful drugs. She's in some witchcraft. She banging dudes. She don't have a man. She's banging a military guy. Bruh. Unbelievable. Somebody says, is this stage? That is a real voicemail from yesterday. When I was doing my um, evening show, she kept calling my phone. And I kept, I don't know if you guys saw me. I kept looking down. And I was like, damn, my phone blowing up. That was her. Yeah, the next voicemail, I'm pregnant. Crazy. Channel 1800 Dumb says, but coach, they thick. Wrestling thick. Shout out to you guys right there. Uh, the wrestling girl, I can't remember her name. Unchained Man says she got scariolas. Gone with John. Shout out to this. Yeah, those big titty girls, man. It's crazy. Spike Spiegel says, I don't own any silver or gold, but plenty of brass and lead. Pow, pow. Prepare for times to come. Thanks for the knowledge, coach, and good luck, gent. Be able to, uh, yeah, definitely good luck. Elijah Bryan says, someone post that Discord link. Sizzo, you got it? Discord link. Coach Jarvis, been watching for a few months. Coach, I've saved thousands since adopting the free agent lifestyle. I, too, enjoy the ironing board. Becky's, all right? Yes, indeed. Surfing USA. Um, anybody that tells me that people are stable in the world, this, this is showing you what the modern woman has become. All right? Y'all calling me David? <laughs> that's not my alias. I have an alias, but it ain't David. All right? So... Um, that's how I knew she had the wrong number. She didn't use my original alias. I do have an alias out there, but it's not David. Um, anyway, but uh, shout out to you, actual King Smith. Uh, on yesterday's stream, you said Ghost of Peace Leaves Pass. He says, I was filling up my car at the gas station, and the guy next to me recognized your voice. We both last at Ghost of Peace Leaves Pass. Hot hashtag Coach Gang. That's actually something Chris Rock said, something similar to that. But shout out to you, man. I'm hearing a lot of people. I'm hearing a lot of people that see other people that know they watch me. You know, that comes up uh, a lot of the, a lot of times here. All right. Channel 1800 Dumb. This is a really good analysis, coach. Thank you, sir. Kaylin Ferguson, back in the day, men had to marry women to have sex with her one time. Did men marry women quickly based on those days? I would say yes. I would say yes. I think if they knew that, I think if they knew that the only time he could have sex with her is to marry, I think people did marry because of that. But then also, it's not like you could just marry, have sex with her, and divorce her because the next woman you would meet had the same requirement or something similar. So it wasn't like, okay, I'll just marry her, have sex with her, and divorce her, and find another woman. Well, you'll be waiting again for the next woman. So that's why baby boomers marry a lot because. There was always this requirement. Hey, you know, even old baby boomers, probably 50 and 60 and 70 years old are still going, uh, no, I want to wait until this is real. <laughs> and that's you. James Montoya. Wait, he says, what up, coach? Checking in from Honolulu about to hit up Pearl Harbor today. And you weren't lying about the Polynesian Cultural Center. Most fun I've had in a minute. Shout out to you, man. Hey, that. 
again, I'm going to give you guys a suggestion. If you're in Honolulu or Oahu, go to the Polynesian Cultural Center. It's a cannot miss tour. You can't miss it. That's the I think that's the best thing on Oahu right now. And then you'll have an affinity for Polynesian women. Even if you're a small guy, you might want to give you get you a Polynesian woman. <laughs> and she'll crush your head. All right, shout out to you. Um, Maui's great too, but I'm talking about on Oahu. Maui's great if you want to chill and relax. Oahu's a tourist trap. Unless you're on the North Shore. North Shore is more like a vacation spot. Oahu, you're going to be working. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to touch down, get to your hotel, go all up and down Kalakaua Avenue, be hustling and bustling, go to the shopping mall. Like, if you don't have a mall in your area, walking up and down the street, the streets will be crowded. Holes and in, in clear heels will be trying to sell you some peace leave. Chronics will be out there. The beach chronics will be out there. Oahu is work. You're not going to relax in Oahu. You're going to be walking around and shit. All right, shout out to Zero Fallout. Nothing new with XX's Rome had the same problem as us near as us near the end. Any civilization that gets powerful and rich and they give XX's more freedom and rights. This leads to hypergamy out of control, sex and civilization. Book written in 1930. And I got to check that out. But yeah, I think right now what we have is what you call would call hypergamy rampant. All right, so now that leaves a lot of men out of the fold in which before men had a chance, but too many men are out of the fold. Yeah, you don't know about the clear heels on Kalakaua Avenue. You you can't miss them. Where <laughs> you go right here. Um, but yeah, I think with more men not having access to sex, even to the most average woman, it's problematic. And I know people who don't like this that are outside of red pill. They're like, that is some MGTOW stuff. And that's not true. Guys, it's true. A lot of men don't have access to women. And I know it's hard to believe. And ladies, it's really hard for you to believe. Fresh and Fit kind of have been pointing that out in the past. Because most women deal with men who have access to more women. So the men you're dealing with, they all can cheat on you. And then what will happen is you'll go down a rung. You'll be like, okay, instead of dealing with Chattius and Tyronius Magnumus, I'll deal with a guy just under Chad and Tyrone, a guy that I'm not really lustful for, but I think I can keep him faithful. He has a little bit of a dad body. He's a little bit older. He's a little bit shorter. He looks like somebody that won't cheat on me, but he's got options too. He's got plenty of options. And you think you're doing him a favor, and then he puts you in your place. And then you go, wow. And then you'll say, all men are dogs. So that's what will happen. You'll go up, you'll reach high, reach high. You'll get, you'll get, you'll get dogged out. You'll go a little bit lower, you get dogged out. And then you say, well, I could do bad all by myself. And then guys will say, what about this guy? What about him? And they'll go, hell no. And that's the guy at seven, six, five, four, and three. Those guys struggling for peace to leave right now. Struggling. If you don't believe me, I'll put up the data here. And this is men 30 and under. 
All right, they are they are dry right now. They dry for some peace leave. They they want one piece of peace leave. Uh, to get one piece of peace leave, they got to jump through all kind of hoops and hurdles to get one piece. All right, and so people don't understand that that's true. Here I'll show you right here. Um, right here I always put up this information. Oh, my computer froze. Oh, the stream might be lost. Yep. My computer froze up. All right. Uh, yeah, it's it's frozen. Frozen. <laughs> oh, man, I really got screwed. Let me see if I can control all delete. Oh, man, let me end task. How do you do that? And we're back live. <laughs> we're back live. Anyway, uh, shout out to the coach gang. I had to end the task. All right, they hacking me already. We're back. All right, so point that I was making on this one, my my uh, Google my Google Chrome didn't like that. I was sharing something there. Luckily, I've watched my son do this several times, and I knew how to hop back on. And so... Let's just prove this point for the people who remained. Um, the amount of men under 30 not having sex has tripled in the past decade. So the point that I was making is a lot of men are struggling under the 765 mark, right? And there's other things right here. As you can see right here, you guys see it right here. Young men driving the decline. Also, also, another thing that's happening here is low testosterone, low testosterone in men. And I brought this point up and I heard another, uh, I think Angry Man brought this point up and I've been talking about this. Women are larger than men now. Women are larger than men, right? And so what's happening is men are becoming smaller, women are becoming larger, lower testosterone. Women have an increase in testosterone. Women have an increase in hormones and all of these other things. So with this said, women are becoming hypersexualized and there's an open place for them to be sexualized. And men are becoming less sexualized and guilted into wanting sex. And then they're also being shamed when they can't get sex. Here's another thing that's happening, right? And so if a man says, hey, I just want casual sex, 
it's going to be difficult for him. If a woman says, I just want casual sex, she'll get it in barrels. She'll get it in bushels. And so if a man says that, 90% of women that he encounters will say, you nasty jerk. If a woman says that, 90% of men that she will encounter will say, okay, I'll take that deal. And so lower testosterone in men are leaving, leading them to lower sex drive. And then um, many men are out of the marketplace, meaning they have to really try hard. Imagine how hard a guy has to try when you're under 30 to got, try to get some sags. And you're a six, five, four, and three. Oh, my God. You have to try very, very hard. So unfortunately, I lost all the super chats, all right, because of my computer froze. Anybody know how I can possibly get them back, all right? That will shorten the show up in a minute. I mean, I've lost all of them. All right, so anyway, I've got David G says, got coach, got the flat-backed at Mac computer from 2000. I just have too many tabs open. All right, JTJ says, if you check out Cynthia G's message, it's about angry BWs talking about not birthing black men. They are so angry. It's funny. The war is lost. Hey, one thing that's been happening. One thing that's been happening is that um, I, I believe I can't prove this. I can't prove this. I believe that early terminations of pregnancy undercover has eliminated a lot of men, young boys in that equation. I can't prove it, but I can find videos of women who have been overly feminist that have said if they get pregnant and they find out it is a male, they will terminate the pregnancy. Okay. I have found out I can reopen the tabs, but then the, the StreamYard lists the Super Chats, which that disappears once I reopen, uh, reinitiate StreamYard. So I lost all of those. So I can't prove that women have been saying, if I get pregnant with the boy, I will terminate. Okay, so I would love to see the statistics of, you would have to go deep into deep state, Planned Parenthood, You'd have to go into the file and get the actual statistics. But I wouldn't be surprised that if the statistics reflected 70% of those early terminations were male children, I wouldn't be surprised. 70%. Somebody has to record it. I don't have the recorder. I don't have the recorder. And I don't use Brave Browser because I'm a content creator. I want to give AdSense to content creators. I'm against restricting access to content. You know what I mean? If that's the point of their browser is to not block ads and give access to content creators, I'm a content creator, right? I, 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 I will want that for content creators. Now, if you don't want to do it, that's your opinion, but I can't do it. So anyway... YouTube studio chats. Let me see something here. I want to go back. I'm going to see if I can try to find it. I know there's an aerial area right here. I'm on YouTube studio. But um, if I go backwards, I can see the viewers activity. I can see all the viewers activity. It just reset. 
because I reset the browser. So all of that's gone where it says viewer activity. If you guys know what I'm talking about, all of those chats are gone. That's where I read from viewer activity. Uh, so all of those have reset, unfortunately. With the new browser, with the uh, with me restarting the browser. All right. Pop out chat participants. So those are those are going yet. He says, but we still winning, coach. Yes. I would love to see the info. I would love to see the information on that one. I would love to see the information. Uh, shout out to Ricky Webster. You can't not stop this message. You haters, French toast props do. All right. Shout out to all the contributors. Sorry about that. I missed probably about 20, 10, 15 super chats um, that I cannot go back. Let me see if I can look at analytics. Current, current view, stream health is gone. Stream settings gone. Viewer activity reset. <laughs> somebody wants a refund. Refund them damn super chatters out there, man. All right, somebody probably has something great that I can continue to show. But what we'll do is maybe we can go back and re. I can rewatch the video. No, I can't go back. I'm really trying to find it. But shout out to you guys. I appreciate it. It says uh, right here. Check. Yeah, I'm on YouTube Studio and it has all the chats, but it's reset. Sorry about that, guys. All right. Anyway, we're going to end the show right there. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Nothing's changed. Nothing's new under the sun. DJM says, Coach, you can prove some of it. Look it up right now. More males are born than females, so naturally women are pregnant more often with male fetuses. All right. So there it is right there. I would, I would, bet, I would bet a ham sandwich that majority of the births that it ended in early termination have been male. Lucasley 20 says, F something, womenism was never about equality. It was always about supremacy over men. We can see it now. All right, shout out to you. Um, I Yeah, we can see it now. And it's always a push. It was the failed-ish test of the century. Shout out, we got a couple more. Grant Cutler says, it is an early termination of pregnancy, a form of social security fraud. That I don't know. That I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it is what it is. Anyway, is that it? That is it. All right. Shout out to you. We'll be back in the afternoon. Maybe I can pull up those old super chats in the afternoon. We'll leave you with, who are we going to leave you with today? Somebody that can make you laugh. One of our favorites. Um... We'll leave you with the sister and then Fernando or Francisco. Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot. Me. I guess I'm not his type. Thank you.